Good times and greatest hits. Cliff on Triple M with the drive home. Paul Kelly there. We've got Alanis Morissette in a moment or two. We'll see if we can get to David Bowie for you as well. Now, we're going to talk money, and I don't want to be a doomsayer here because that's the last thing that we should be doing when it comes to money because so much of it is confidence. However, some of the headlines that I was reading this morning and a few things that have happened in the last couple of days are looking pretty tough. Here's our money man from moneynewsaustralia.com.au. Hello, Greg Smith. How are you feeling about all of this? I thought you'd let me do the doomsdaying bit. Then. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's over to you soon, son. <laughs> That's a handball of handball, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, you know, let's not you know, stay away from reality. Reality is such. Let's just roll through what's going on in the world. Number one, you've got an energy crisis, which is clear and present both here and overseas. Number two, you have a food crisis, both here and overseas. Number three, we have a, a world, let's call it um, share market crisis, just about to hit Australia in the next couple of days due to the recession fears and um, some people talking depression fears in the US. You've got artificial jobless rates in the US pointing you know, much higher. Sorry, unemployment rates, now people are saying, well, they're actually fictitious because they're actually not really showing the real true unemployment of those folks who just can't get jobs. Mm. Then you've got on top of that, you've got the interest rate rises, which have just come through. And that's just the first of a few more that are going to hit us. Mm. And so you just keep on going. Um, As I said, energy, food, and let's just call interest rates and then let's call it geopolitical risk. You're going to have to get yourself, this is the perfect storm that people are worried about. And you talked about this a little while ago. And again, we don't want to be doomsayers because there is so much involved in finance that that it rolls on confidence. Uh, But but they're saying that it's a good thing that there's a public holiday in the eastern states today and the Australian Stock Exchange didn't open because when it does, it could be read everywhere. And I had one person say to me today, well, I haven't got shares, so I don't care. I said, yes, but you're super. And a lot of super is in the Stock Exchange. So that's where you could get a kick in the bum. See, this is the thing where people say, I'm not directly in, share, in, in the share market. Well, yes, you are. You're more than in the share market because you have a superannuation fund. And how do they trade? They trade through multiple asset classes, yeah. of which shares are a great proportion thereof, both domestically and globally. Mm. So what does that mean for the average person at home listening to this and going, <laughs> you, you know, is this it? You know, is this Armageddon when it comes to um, finance? Well, no. Um, we've never seen these times before, yes. Um, are these times stuff that the history books have never covered in any way, shape or form? Yes, they have, because they've covered bits of them. Okay, mm. You can go back to the 1973 oil crisis yes. when you know the price of oil jumped. You can go to the GFC when you had the major economics drop through the fall. You had the inflation and stagflation through the 70s and 80s. And you had the recession that we had to have in the 90s. Mm. So you add all these things up, right? And you go, okay, what am I going to do? Well, number one, you always should have a plan B. Most people trottle on life and operate on plan A and hopefully that life will just see them through. Yeah. Plan B should be get yourself at least three to four months of savings in the bank straight up that can cover all your expenses, just in case the inevitable may or may not happen, mm. i.e. you lose your job. Yeah, that's the number one source of income for most folks. That stops. What are you going to do? Where's all the expenses? And nowadays, we know lettuce is more expensive than you know the price of gold. Yeah. Um, you know, just basic things. Filling up your car used to cost you 50 bucks. Now it's 90 bucks. That's right. Yeah? Mm. So all of a sudden, you need to plan. 
Yeah, so obviously costs are going to go up. How do I plan? I think we spoke about this last time. Yep. How do I cut my prices? Yeah, cut, cut my expenditure. Look at the simple things. Yeah, um, simple things make up the big things, but really have a plan B. Start looking at cutting areas that you don't need to spend money on and siphon that off into savings because mm. you're just going to need to have, I'm not going to call it this way, but the money under the bed type construct is you need cash. Because if, if in interest like this, you run to cash. If interest rates do in fact hit 2% by the end of the year, and I can remember when interest rates were 20 something percent back in the 80s, <laughs> uh, yes. that is going to be a real impost on, on people's cost of living. Um, and there's a lot correct. of people could be in yes. in real strife. So Millions. first thing, start, Millions, start, yeah. start cutting your expenses, your household expenses now. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the, here's the thing. Rather than stopping, okay, because we're all going to live, just buy smarter. Mm. Yeah. And I think this is the key. Most retailers are going, oh, I'm going to hate this Greg Smith guy telling me to stop buying. But no, you can still keep buying because you've got it. You've got to buy your things to keep your household going yeah. and maybe to, to do things. But you pair your expenditure, you know, cut the cloth, so to speak, to your income. Mm. Yeah. And shop a little bit smarter, shop faster. Don't go and spend the money on that super-duper holiday. Yes, we've been cooped up for the last few years, but I think you just need some emergency money in that back pocket of yours Mm. for the next year at least because there's some pain on the way for homeowners who have stuck themselves in a fixed rate at 1.75, and you're rolling off now or early next year. You could go up from 1.75 to four and a half percent, because that will be the, that will be the that will be the rate in the market. What you're going to come off at, mm. right? So straight up, if you got on an eight hundred thousand dollar loan, that could push you up close to eight hundred dollars per month extra. You have to fork out. Holy moly. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we do have to be realistic. You can't put your head under the pillow and go, "No, I'm not going to no. worry about this." <laughs> uh, and just yeah. and just one final point. And then there's crypto. But we'll go, we'll go there another time. If you want to read about this and all of the other yeah. money news, uh, go to moneynewsaustralia.com.au. Hey, thank you, Smithy, and we'll uh, keep in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. See you, pal. And I'm going to put this up onto the catch-up page via triplem.com.au and, of course, the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. You've got the drive home on Triple M.